to see you've got somebody from Ireland too. I uh, hope you can understand my accent okay, that I was doing a funeral, not, not a funeral, wedding, wedding once, and the little girl said, does that man speak Japanese? Uh, so I hope you can understand my accent, and it's good to be here. And I want to thank Stephen for the kind invitation to join with you. I must commend you folks for your uh, faithful daily praying, and uh, God will surely answer the prayers of his people. The prayer warriors in the 1859 revival in uh, Northern Ireland, that they had to wait about two years uh, before the floodgates of heaven opened and a mighty blessing ensued. And that was involved. Uh, but uh, about uh, 100,000 people, I understand, came to the Lord in that year of 1859. So it takes much prayer to move the hand of God. And sometimes uh, when we do not see immediate results, we wonder, did God hear us? And if he did hear us, why does he not answer us? And today I want to impress upon each one that God always, God always answers prayer. He does not answer every prayer the same way, but he does answer each prayer. And so the prayers you bring today, uh, be assured that God has heard and he will answer. Now, sometimes he may answer our prayers directly, as he did with Nehemiah. You can read about that in chapter 2 of Nehemiah. The prophet was in a tricky and a dangerous position, standing before King Artaxerxes. And he was the king's cupbearer at that time. And he wanted time off uh, to go to Jerusalem to help rebuild the city. And the Bible tells us uh, what uh, amount of time he wanted. You imagine going to your boss and asking him, I want uh, some time to go and do a job. And he say, well, how much do you want? Uh, two days or a week? Uh, actually, Nehemiah asked for 12 years. You imagine going to ask uh, your boss for 12 years off. But the king Artaxerxes, he noticed um, that Nehemiah was sad when he was talking. And that ought not to be in front of the king and the king's presence. So what did Nehemiah do? He sent a prayer rocket to heaven. You can read about that in chapter 2 and verse 4. And they got an immediate request. And uh, Artaxerxes answered the prayer of Nehemiah. Now, actually, God can answer prayer before we ask. Several years ago, I had a serious pastoral problem and it was bothering me and I did not know what to do to solve it. So I did what Nehemiah did. I sent a prayer rocket up to heaven. And uh, the next morning, I got a letter in the mailbox from a man I barely knew and who knew nothing, absolutely nothing about my problem. But the amazing thing was that his letter had the answer to my problem. And it was just uh, so amazing. And uh, the amazing thing was that the letter was posted in Europe uh, some um, uh, two, uh, 
it was many, many weeks, was it, that he was, uh, yeah, he, um, uh, he uh, yeah, but two weeks before I had actually asked the Lord about the problem, he answered, and I got the problem answered. So sometimes uh, God gives us a very direct answer, and what a blessing it is when you come to him with a problem and you get it uh, resolved immediately. But sometimes um, God answers with a delay. Uh, we sometimes forget that uh, God has to answer the prayers of millions of his people throughout the world. And we sometimes think that God has to just jump for us because of the importance of our prayer. But at the same time, God is looking after the prayers of his people. And uh, sometimes in his sovereignty, he has to get these things in the right order. And sometimes he has to tell us, hold on, wait a little bit. And uh, that's what he did with David. David learned that lesson in Psalm 40. I waited patiently uh, for the Lord, and he inclined unto me, and he heard my cry. So that's one of the things I pray, um, not every day, but most days, that the Lord would put in me the fruits of the Spirit, all of them. And the one that gave me the biggest problem was long-suffering. And we have to be long-suffering and patient. And uh, as David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Did God answer David? Yes, he did. But David had to wait a while. And also Daniel in Daniel um, at chapter 9, he knew at the end of the uh, the um uh, the end of the uh, time when the children of Israel were in captivity, it was coming to an end. But Daniel had to wait as he prayed uh, for several uh, days, weeks, months uh, before the Lord answered the prayer. So sometimes uh, God says, hold on, I'm going to answer, but in my time. And so you get a delay. Then there are other times when God gives us a different answer uh, to our prayers. And uh, as in the case of the Apostle Paul, uh, Paul had a thorn in the flesh, he tells us in Second uh, Corinthians 12. He had a thorn in the flesh, and he asked the Lord three times. He prayed about it. He asked the Lord three times, take it away. Uh, but um, that uh, thorn in the flesh, I, I think, anyhow, had something to do with his eyesight. And uh, he had difficulty, uh, as you read different epistles, uh, you'll see, he says certain things there about uh, his eyesight. And uh, he besought the Lord three times to remove it. But the Lord answered in a different way. He didn't uh, uh, take away the affliction, but rather he said, my grace is sufficient uh, for you. And what a blessing that was, because uh, Paul was able to tap the grace of God uh, and uh, in every time of need. And if Paul had not suffered the affliction, he would never have known the sufficient grace of God. So sometimes God answers directly, and sometimes he uh, gives us a delay, hold on, wait a little while, and then sometimes he gives an entirely different answer, and not the answer that Paul wanted or thought he was going to get, but he got a far better one because the Lord answered his uh, prayer 
and give him sufficient grace. Then there are times, however, when God answers our prayer with an outright denial. And he says, no, that uh, Elijah was fleeing from the wicked queen uh, Jezebel. He was greatly frightened and worried. And he asked God uh, to take away his life. Uh, take away my life, Lord. First Kings 19 and 4. But God said to Elijah, no, I'm not going to do that. Why? Because God had something far better for Elijah. A chariot of fire was waiting to escort him to heaven. And in fact, Elijah never died because you find him going up to heaven and you find him also on the Mount of Transfiguration with the Lord. So never forget that God always answers prayer, either directly right away or a delay or a different answer or an outright denial. And we have to be ready for that. And when there is a denial, always think that God has something better for us and uh, he um, will bless us, but not necessarily in the way that we think. So we can't tie God into, into some particular way he has to answer, but realize that he is a sovereign God of universe. He knows what he's doing. He knows what we need. And he does hear and he does answer. And uh, we have to uh, be aware of that. So I trust that you'll be encouraged uh, to pray, not to think that God has not heard you or don't think that he has uh, uh, not answered you. He does answer you, and he answers every day. And each one of us, we should thank the Lord every day uh, for the answers to prayer. And God gives us some wonderful answers. And I got one yesterday that I, I can't share it with you right now, but one that has been bothering us for several years. And uh, the answer came yesterday. So we had to wait. And uh, God, is, God is a good God. He loves us, and I love that verse in Jeremiah. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. 